chaos reigns in a birdless world. Enemies abound for Jonathan Livingston Selgo, the one and only bird of salesmen should fear the rise of his rotten rogues gallery. As the noble bird clings to life in an undisclosed location, the enemies of the Justice Society run amok, stopping you from financially supporting Smodco. Hear their names, Tootface, the listener who takes all the free audio you dish out, but then bitches about the prices of the live show and never goes. Uh, look at that. Who's coming from the shadows there? It's Mistress Freeze, the fiendish femme fatale who runs your life and crushes your dreams of oral. Saying not that kind of oral, this kind of oral, live shit oral. Saying shit like, you're not dragging me any Smodco shows in my night off. Bullshit. You listen to too much of that fat guy as it is, mister. And of course, we can never forget the bird of salesmanship's most hated foe. The prickly pri- prince of pauper makers. The mountebank of moths in your wallet, man. I'm talking about the broker. With Jonathan Livingston sales goal. Nowhere to be found. Who will protect csmod.com from the vituperations of these vile villains? Oh. You hear that barking? It's getting closer. Holy shit, could it be? Oh my god, it is! We're saved! It's the bird of salesmanship's old pals. The smiling cell hounds. The hounds of cell. They'll stand for Gotham when her champions failed like Norman. Oh, the hounds of cell have those registered dogs on the run, children. Look up! Mistress Freeze, Tude Face, the broker, pow, biff, bam, man, they gone. Goner and made in Jersey. CBS show. Or Animal Practice, the NBC show. Goner and Rhea. Not... I meant the disease, not Perlman, but now that kind of works too, man. Hey, the hounds of cell have little barrels under their necks, man. What's in there? Oh, they're carrying around savings for you. They're carrying info on live Smodco shows, man, so you can sustain yourself in the harsh elements of a birdless world. The hounds of cell need money, blood money, to carry on the bird of salesmanship war on boredom and banality, man. Dates coming up, man, where you can see a live Smodco show. Give us some of your money. The bird, still no word on the bird. But don't worry, the cell hounds got our back, as you can hear. The hounds of cell are telling us, telling you where to go, man. They're telling you right now. Go see a live Smodco show, man. October 27th, John Lovett's Podcast Theater, Comedy Club and Podcast Theater. It's a Hollywood Babylon twofer, man. Two, two, twofer. Not two for one, though. Fuck that. Uh, two different shows, man. An 8 o'clock and a 10 o'clock. At 8 o'clock on October 27th, that's uh, this Friday, you can watch me and Ralph do Hollywood Babylon, man. We're back at the Lovitz after uh, having been off for a week and in Vegas the week after. And in Reno the week before that. Wow, it was the first time we back at, at uh, Lovitz in a while. That's 8 o'clock. 10 o'clock, man. Hollywood Babylon Comic-Con Theater. Yeah, it's back, man. We're doing the last part of... A uh, Batman cacophony and uh, Ralph Garman is a one-man fucking show, man. One-man force to be regular. With. I just sit next to him, read the narrative. That's ten o'clock at the John Loves Podcast Theater. Tickets at csmod.com. I think there's a you can buy them singly or there's a twofer price on that as well, man. A twofer, as they say up in Canada. I believe some of the dogs, the hounds of cell, originate from Canada. I want to say Halifax. 
Yeah, you can hear it in the bark, man. All that seawater. You know, right there on the fucking fat Atlantic where I grew up. Uh, okay, man, where else can uh, can folks go see a smod, uh, live Smodco show? How about this, man? We're into November. November 7th in Buffalo, New York, man. 7.30 p.m. You can go see me at the Center for the Arts. Live at the Center for the Arts. Shaggy, I'm telling him. Pipe down. Shaggy's trying to join the, the Hounds of Cell, but they ain't having it, man. Like we don't go for German bitches. November eighth, Jay and Silent Bob get old at the Ridgefield Playhouse in Connecticut. Kevin Smith by himself, by his damn self, man. I stood next to Muse on November eighth. November tenth, I'm standing alone, man, uh, at the Greenville, South Carolina Peace Center. Come see an evening with Kevin Smith. Ask me anything, man. Just like a Reddit AMA, but live and in person. Uh, show starts 8 p.m. and tickets at csmod.com. Uh, November 11th, I rejoin Jason Muse in Charlotte, North Carolina, man. We go to the Fillmore to Jay and Silent Bob get old. November 11th, 8 p.m. right there in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, November 17th, might as well keep going, man. Me and Ralph are at the Lovitz again. So if you're booking way out, don't forget that date. And uh, and then at the end of the month, shit, man, we're coming out east, son, kind of, well, western Pennsylvania, east from where I am right now. Uh, November 24th, it's an evening with Kevin Smith, live at the Carnegie Music Hall of Homestead out there in Munhall, Pennsylvania, man, real close to Pittsburgh. So you Pittsburgh folks ain't watching no Penguin games unless uh, they drop the puck November November 24th, get your ass over to the Carnegie, man. We'll talk hockey. It'll be a good time. And speaking of hockey towns, Philly, man. Me and Ralph. Me and Ralph Garman. Me and Ralph Garman. We're coming out to do uh, Hollywood Babylon at the World Cafe Live. There ain't many tickets left, so act fucking fast. That's November uh, 25th, man. Those those your live shows right there. Don't forget, comic book men is happening right now. Uh, every Sunday night after the walk and talk of dead, I think it's 1130 unless you got like that satellite, sweet satellite feed, although not on dish, bitches. Um, comic book man, we're into episode two this week. It was a great premiere for us last week. Wonderful numbers. AMC, very happy. We're very happy. Check out episode two. This week's brand new pods, man. You got a new, uh, Hollywood Babylon. You got, uh, me and Ralph in Vegas. And you got a new Smodcast with, uh, me and Scott. Uh, talking about Teen Mo, Kev. You got new Jay and Bob get old with me and Jay Muse. These mighty cell hounds have our backs, man. Take us out, cell hounds. Go see Smog. Go, go see some Smog. Go. I am a cell hound telling you to see Smog. See Smog.com for all the tickets. Smodcast.com just to go listen to free shit, man. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Bagged and Boarded. I am Matt Cohen, joined as always by Misty Dawn. She did it. I did. I'm you're, tired of getting shit from you're you. You're getting so good at it. She usually doesn't give her last name. I just see Misty. Which, like, yeah, there's only one Misty. You could be Misty May Trainer, no, the uh, American Madonna. volleyball yeah, star. Would know who you are at all? None. Yeah, without you, a last name, and unless 
I you become could, just Misty. You could be Misty <laughs> from Pokemon. I do get that. There are a few. She actually is named Misty Dawn. So either way, I could really? be. She, uh, is she really named yeah. Misty Dawn? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when I started Googling my name a couple of times, I was like, why the fuck does Pokemon keep coming up? See, I you find... a plus one charisma. And this is going to get, has, get super nerdy, but I find... I was a giant Pokemaniac, as, as you know, Misty. Okay. Wait, uh, wait, why are we... We got to introduce the team. But real quick, Brock is called Brock because he uses rock-type Pokemon. Misty is called Misty because she uses water stuff. I, that's why I don't think Dawn would be involved because it's not water-themed. I don't know. Ask your fans. I'm sure someone out there loves Pokemon. At I least love, three I love Pokemon. At least yeah. three people, which is all but my fans. you're not sure on this fact. Why don't you just Google it? You're holding a laptop. No computer. No internet. I hate Ethernet, you. yo. Uh, you are right. We should introduce our guest. Yes. Look at me. Uh, we are joined by uh, a very good friend of Misty's and a, and a very good friend of uh, my fr- my, our Axel, who you know from this show and from Geek, and soon to be a very good friend of mine. <laughs> I'm friend kidnapping you. Yes. That's what just happened. Uh-huh. Uh, please welcome Satine Phoenix. Well, hi guys. How's it going, Satine? Fantastic. Uh, I saw Satine is an amazing artist. I should first She's put off the, a very pretty off the bat. Right She's drawing an awesome picture right now for Axel. Well, wow. yeah. I saw your art the other night at Meltdown. Hung up on the wall, and I was all proud. I actually bragged. Aww, I was like, you. she's going to be on my podcast this week. <laughs> I'm famous. Uh, how, are you from L.A. originally? I'm from San Francisco. Nice. Why would you leave that place for this place? Prawn. Prawn? Prawn. All right. Uh, how long were you in the, the prawns for? <laughs> oh, I like... 2005 to 2009. So that's what you were... You, you uh, High school, everything in San Fran, group spent your entire life there... And then yeah, generally, like I was born, and then things happened. Then I ended up in San Francisco for like art school, and then um, I was like, I'm gonna go be hot on camera. So art while w- I'm still <laughs> able to be hot on camera. Good for you. <laughs> art was the major motivation. So did you grow growing up? Did you always want to be an artist? Yeah. Well, um, I did theater a lot, and I did art. So those are the two things. So I figured um, I can do anything I want to do, and art is like. I'm really good at that, so I'm trying to focus on that more. But I, I like entertaining. You know, I've got a YouTube channel now that I'm going to start developing things just nice. because I like to do. You know, maybe I'll make a music video one day. Maybe I'll own a restaurant. Who knows? I always feel like that. Maybe I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll climb a mountain and then write a song about that experience exactly. and turn it into a film. I want to be a goat farmer. I want to be an archaeologist. Baby goat. That was what I was. That was what I wanted to be when I was transitioning out. I was like, okay, I only have like. A few credits left for school, and if I just be an archaeologist, then I can, I can be Laura Croft. I, I went through a midlife. I went I through a midlife. I went through a uh, early midlife crisis at like 22 because I didn't graduate from school. I went to film school and it like fizzled out. And before I uh, had moved out to LA, I was living in New York, and I was getting a lot of pressure from a girlfriend at that time to like fucking. That's how it goes. I get a job, go to college, don't be a douchebag. So I was like, fine. I'm going to be Indiana Jones. And then I like tried to apply to Hunter College for archaeology. And then I realized <laughs> it's like a fucking PhD program and you need to write like theses and shit. And I was like, oh, I just want to be Indiana Jones. I don't need the education to go with it. But that's why YouTube's amazing. Totally. Because you can do all the research you want. And the even cooler thing is, and I've been talking about this for years since I've lived in LA, but I hung out with a friend the other night and I met his wife for the first time. And she randomly brought up the fact uh, she asked where I lived and I told her and she said, oh, you know what's super close by? I actually volunteer at the La Brea Tar Pits <gasps> oh. excavating uh, fossils. And I've wanted to do, th- every time I go to the Tar Pits, I see that sign up sign with like, the information about how to volunteer 
I'm, I signed up this week. I'm going to start, I'm going to start uh, digging out like Do they, they still That's find so lots cool. of fossils? All the time. Really? All you the time. You can see through the window. It's really cool there. And then you can see the guys like cleaning off. That's bodies. what I'm going to be. I'm going to be that dude. Oh, wow. I'm going to be in the dirt first, like digging them up. with, the, And then I get to go in the lab and like clean them off and sift through them and shit. What do they find mostly? Uh, it's mostly uh, Ice Age mammals. So everything from cool. mammoths to dire wolves to saber tooths to like giant ground sloths to ground sloths, American oh. bears, lions, panthers, camels. There's like, no camels. Swear to God, the American camel. Like I, really? I, I got I researched this. Yeah. And I'm, now you know. I didn't I'm, know there was American camel. Oh, there were American lions and shit. Well, I knew that, but I didn't know You knew camel. that? I love camels. Do you? I really like camels. They're super Thank cute. You. I appreciate it. There used to be this one at the petting zoo that would come to my hometown every year, and it was called Crystal the Camel, and I would go <gasps> feed her and pet her every day. Is that your best friend? She I wonder where was. Crystal the Camel is now. We should try um, to get her for this podcast. They re- <laughs> she got retired, and there's like- uh, Is that code for they shot her? No, no. There's actually- ca- oh, There's like God. wildlife sanctuaries. My mom used to work with them when she ran the shelter in Henderson, because we got wolves. There was a place where like when people would keep tigers and lions and stuff as pets, and they would get busted. They couldn't go into the wild, but they weren't quite ready for zoos so there's rehabilitation centers um so they have ones where they take camels it's i think it's in florida because it's a awesome. dry enough yeah. community and they have the camels down there where they get tired of being in penny zoos and stuff very very we cool sneak in and ride them i'm gonna take her away <laughs> my camel uh, a camel spit on me once well That's a lot of people spit or maybe on it was you. a llama <laughs> it was a, or an alpaca i'm not gonna lie it's been a while but it's, it's one of those things so uh so you went to school for art that was after high school you were like art's the move mm-hmm. academy of art eighty thousand dollars and no degree later <laughs> but look how good of an artist you are well, you know what, though? <laughs> i'm sure you were like that exactly like, before no i got way better there. did you Their learn technique were amazing so it was a worthwhile experience yeah i was there for five years and i learned like 3d animation 2d animation stop motion animation sculpture wow. and illustration wow and then um but they kept losing my work and so i was like frack you guys i'm out of here and then i was like i'm gonna go make some money and I became a stripper and I was like you know I need experience under my belt to draw because you got all these amazing artists especially there I mean everyone that comes out of there I'm sure that's cool yeah yeah Um, so you've got like hundreds and thousands of artists but what puts you above the rest experience and substance to your work you know like you can draw a pretty face but it's what's in the eyes and what's behind the eyes that like make it really evocative yeah absolutely so. so you decided, uh, I want some money. Did you ever, had you ever thought about dancing before? Like, what? Yeah. Had you? Had yeah. you danced before? No. But it was like, I'm, I'm, and just a curious question, like I ask everyone that, like what, because it seems like there would be a definite life decision moment where you're like, all right, this is what I'm going to. It was. I got divorced. I had like this choice life. I had this awesome husband. Um, we were both going to school. He's like a web developer now and, um. I was working at a law research company and everything was set. I could have just stayed there and had this perfect life and had a perfect family and everything would have been great. But I was like 21 years old, 22. And I was like, you know, I need to go do something crazy while I still can. Cause just because I'm in my thirties now doesn't mean my life's stopping. This is like, finally I get to start with my focus. Huh? What you want to focus on. Exactly. So I was like, I'm sorry. I love you, but I need to do this. And I'm afraid that you can't come with me. And he was totally okay with it. That's awesome. Yeah. He was like, I understand completely. Was he the same age as you? He was a couple years older. Still young enough that you're like, all right, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I totally respect him and we were friends for a long time. And, and then I just took off. I guess he just 
trusted me. Because a lot of people, if you, someone says, I'm going to go be a stripper, they're like, uh, no, you're not. Yeah. But he was like, okay, I trust you. And then I was a stripper from like 2002 to 2009 or 10. In L.A.? Never. No, never L.A. Never L.A. No, I used to make like $1,000 a day in San Francisco. Holy shit. It was All right. cuckoo. There's no I money took in LA. pretty awesome. cut by doing porn. Did you really? Oh, that, no, huge. Yeah, I too. When I was dancing, I made way more money than I did I ever in penthouse, porn. Penthouse, like almost penthouse apartment in San Francisco across from the MoMA. Dang. From dancing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So why why take the pay cut then and move and move your life move from the penthouse as it were to L.A. in a pay cut? Well, you know, I could do things that are easy, or I can see like I have to always challenge myself. Otherwise, there's no meaning to my life <laughs> if I can't like be more, get more, do more with my own self. I so, what was the challenge people. with porn per se? Was it being successful at it? Was it doing it? Like, did you have a specific thing you had in mind? Well, it's funny thinking about it now because. Uh, I had this thing. I was at WonderCon and I'm like, I am an artist and I want, I want a booth like Marvel. One day I'm going to get a booth. How am I going to do that? Well, I can write about my crazy ass stories from stripping. Like, okay, I can do that. And then I can have my girlfriend's model for me. And then I can get a booth and I can, since I'm a sculpt, I can make figurines of them and then I can do posters and it can be this big thing. I'm like, mm. well, stripping, you know, that only covers so many people. But if I do porn, something that I love, I used to be a swinger, like a public swinger with my ex and we loved people watching and then people started videotaping and then we started getting porn together and it was just like this weird thing like okay so if I do porn and I get out in front of a lot of people I get to do something that I love and people will know me and then they'll get to see my art and then it'll be this big whirlwind of awesomeness and then one day I will have that you know five thousand dollar booth at comic-con that's one of the more unique and cooler reasons i've ever heard for someone wanting to get into porn so you could have a fucking booth at a comic-con <laughs> well i mean you know you are a nerd involved. i love it I'm yeah, total yeah. Nerd, actually. <laughs> but like you know I mean, it also was the fact that i really liked having sex in public you know for that part of my life i got to experiment and do all my crazy ass fantasies because my imagination is obviously is insane. So <laughs> I, I've done ever, almost, almost everything, like literally almost every fantasy I've ever had. While also doing art on the side concurrently always or uh, kind of. did I you took take a, a break? A little break. I mean, I still did stuff like I do um, like live paintings at clubs and stuff like that. So I was doing that a little bit, but now I'm like full focus. I'm doing a comic now. Are you, are you out of the prawns now and mm-hmm. full-time art? Yeah, I'm like three years out. How's that been going for you? Because it's a hard transition for a lot of people, right? Well, I was kind of made to stop because the guy that I was into was like, you, I can't do this. And I was like, you know what? I'm 30. I, oh. I can. Okay, that's fine. So we had an agreement and then I focused on my work and then. And so it was actually like it was pretty good. That's awesome. That what it doesn't. Yeah, yeah you, like you had it was you had to go cold turkey almost basically. Yeah, I went cold turkey. Yeah, I quit smoking that way too though. Did you really? Yeah, I tried. It doesn't. Work for <laughs> I remember me. that week. I, I, I tried to take three days. Five days. I cried a lot. He did, and he went to like this stone store and got oh, all these like these rocks to help him like. Stay I bought smoke. crystals. And you cook, he got crystals, and then you got, like, incense oil, and then you got a hypnotist and all kinds of stuff. No, you have to just do a cold turkey, but you have to replace it. So it's it's all habit, right? He bought, like, 100 pieces of nicotine cigarettes. Go, nicotine cigarettes. Cigarette, whatever, nicotine the, cigarette. The, the next time I quit, I'm going to, uh, everyone says I have to train spotting it. Basically, I'm going to lock myself in my bedroom with food and stuff and just not leave my house for a week. 
No, dude. You You're have just to lay in bed. Pick up something else. You need another addiction. <laughs> I have too many addictions already, other than cigarettes. Like, oh, my needle pointing out. Maybe one of them will just like elevate in, in place of it. You know what I mean? I just went to the gym like three to six hours. I started a day. working out a lot too, it but I, I still I chain smoke. So fuck. <laughs> yeah. On to other subjects. Uh, so what what kind of art do you prefer? What's your preferred medium? What do you love to do the most? Um, I I like ink. You know, um, I'm learning how to paint. I mean, I know how to paint, and I, I do a lot of different things, pencils into paint. I use Photoshop for a lot of stuff. I turn things into vectors and Illustrator. That's awesome. But, um, yeah, I'm learning more about painting. So I'm doing a comic right now called New Praetorians, um, but I'm watching and absorbing, like, all these other, like, styles that aren't just comic book styles. So that's my focus right now is, like, learning how to take my what I normally do, which is, like, super cartoony 2d and make it more have it more painterly feel or more have more depth to it That's so great. it's more interesting yeah. to see is that a comic you uh created as well or or did, did you co-creating it. you hooked up with a writer and, and you guys you're the artist yeah that's awesome it's pretty freaking massive tell actually. us about it can you take can you talk about it at yeah all? so i went into meltdown and i was like <laughs> i want a female lead sci-fi based on fringe science i'm sold already <laughs> and there was nothing. There is nothing, yeah. I mean, there's Battle Chasers. and um, Not Battle Chasers, Battle Angel Alita. And that one was like a really good sci-fi, more manga, but whatever. That was a manga, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Manga, manga. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Weirdly, I, I say Mario, but yeah. I do manga, right? I don't know why. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, that's what I wanted. They didn't have it, so that's what I'm doing. And so all the... Um, it's based on like actual fringe science. Uh, I'm really interested in the subject. I have the worst memory. I could not spout things to you, but like the main character has this um, railgun technology embedded into her, and it's I, I don't know how much I can say because oh, I know dope. it all. No, but yeah. we haven't like made our pitch yet. No, totally. So who's the other person you're working with? A friend of yours or? Um, he's just this person who hired me to do some icons for a website. Oh, wow. And then he was like, yeah, so um, now that I know that you can produce and you're not a flake, let's do this. That's and awesome. That is awesome. Is so this the I, first, is it, I'm sorry, is this the first time you've ever worked in comic book form? Yeah. How are you finding I'm it so far? Out. It's crazy, right? <laughs> are you doing like the blue paper and all that stuff and like the... Um, well, I will. Um, I actually found Comic Life nice. online and then um, I hate doing buildings and all that stuff so i found uh, sketchup google sketchup so like you can make interiors i don't know if I think oh wow no i don't even know about too. it that sounds awesome because i can trace like a mofo <laughs> like, <I can laughs> make it look like my own but um you can build it and so for me in my head it's easier to imagine it if i build it in 3d and then ink on top of a print of that oh wow that's really cool can, yeah you can for the backgrounds the and stuff mm -hmm. huh. and then you can place the people in those so oh, that's awesome. And then I run the life drawing class over at Meltdown. Yeah, that, I, mean, I definitely want to talk about that for a little bit. So what, I'm doing a lot. Of, I sound like a crazy person. <laughs> no, no, you no. sound like a fun, a, a busy person, which is a good thing. Uh, tell us about the live drawing thing at Meltdown, because Misty, you were part of that too, yeah. right? Yeah, she was We've had some other friends who've been in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was so foxy. She had it was a big, fun. fluffy tail. <laughs> I love that tail. I wish I could wear it like, every day, all day. You should. Like you don't. I really might. She probably does. I do find an excuse to. I wore it to his birthday party. I was like, I had it, my headband in all day and I didn't want to take it out. I just want <laughs> every, to every once in a while, the ears and the tail come out. You're like, all right, it's one of those nights, Misty, have one. No, it totally does, yeah. I know. <laughs> How did the uh, live drawing class come about at Meltdown? 
Um, I don't know what happened. The universe said that I had to meet up with Meltdown. And <laughs> um, like after a couple, like a year or more of talking with them, they're like, run our Dungeons and Dragons. You're an artist. Also run a life drawing class. And I was like, well, I like cosplay. So, um, and I like life drawing. So why don't I just get, you know, people to dress up and model? And it's really good practice. Like the moment I started back into life drawing, it's been over 10 years since college. So like immediately my work got better. So that's great. And and it's always kind of geeky. It's it's usually either iconic, like nerd characters or just something, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like what are some of the, what want to do? What are some of the things uh, that have, that have been gone over there? Like, uh, Misty well, dressed up as like a weird fox lady thing. Yeah. Not weird. Perfect cute, cute fox lady. I wore like a black suit and tail and ears. Yeah, we had a couple of Zatannas. Um, Chloe Dykstra was a female version the doctor, of the right? doctor. Yeah. And it was cool. Which is awesome. Yeah. And then um, last week, Daredevil um, issue number one came out, End of Days. So uh, David Mack was there. He signed on Wednesday and then he got to, and then he came in um, for Draw Melt. So we had this girl, Lena, dress up as Electra. Oh, wow. That's great. It was super meta. I'm like taking a picture of her, taking yeah. a picture of her for reference. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. That's awesome. <laughs> what are, have you, now, do you ever, like, though, the, though uh, you let the models pick their characters, do you have any, like, you're dying to see that, like, when you, you know what I mean? Co- characters or cosplays that you would, you would love to see in the, at the show? Um, there is a really awesome couple that are going to model for me in December, and they're coming in as Gambit and Rogue. That's dope. Oh, wow. It's pretty cool. Like I, I just let people do what they want, and I like to be surprised. So. That's really cool. And you draw as well. Like you sit and draw yeah. during the show. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's every week. I mean, is it every single week at Meltdown? Every Monday. Yeah. And and uh, t- is it through Nerd Melt the tickets or is it? No, it's just uh, um. You just show up. You just show up. Yeah. Like I have a Facebook thing about it and I have a meetup.com slash draw melt. Okay. Awesome. So, so every Monday I meltdown in, in LA folks and that's on sunset. Uh, at what time? At, I have no idea. From seven to nine 45. It's like 20 bucks to get There's in snacks. and draw. There's snacks. There's Ooh. snacks. There's hella snacks. And it's yeah. awesome because like we've created this community. It's a super small class. Normally there's like between six and 12 people there. Now we have couches. Oh, that's so Yeah. And then people, like, I bring snacks all the time, but other people started bringing snacks. So it's and like this cool kind of club now that meets every Monday, yeah, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, I play like down tempo or trip hop, and it's super. Yeah, there's good music too. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I'm definitely going to come by. So uh, <laughs> check that out on Mondays. What else are you doing art wise these days? You um, have stuff in like galleries and stuff like that, right? Or Well, I'm actually doing uh, this guy over in Georgia who's he throws parties for Dragon Con. Actually, he throws parties all the time. But he just asked me to do like a huge gallery thing out there. Oh, wow. For next year's Dragon Con. Oh, congratulations. So it's all wow. sci-fi based, which I'm more fantasy, but I'm, I started getting into sci-fi. Oh, that's so cool. So you're yeah. going to have your own gallery show during wow. Dragon Con next year? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Well, it's at a party. But, you but know, still, no, I mean, awesome. yeah, yeah. And then, um, let's see, I do like one of my friends, he has a band called Dirty Lovers. So I do all their art for that. They like don't want to be seen you know so that i draw their cartoons they're like this oh nice like not gothy but that like type of club i don't know industrial gothy dance music 
and right it's super on. fun. And, it's, and you created like the character for the band yeah, or whatever? it's like this guy named Bats and he's like all white and he's got a white mohawk and he's got a bat that hangs out on his shoulder. And then that's this other guy with cool. like derby and glasses. It's really cute. Oh, that's awesome. And you said you're, um, you're working on your YouTube channel, right? Yeah. I sound crazy. Why do you Why? sound crazy? It sounds like... Sounds like I sound yeah. like I have no time. I hope my friends are listening That's to this. That's a good thing, though. That's why. not yeah. crazy. No, yeah, I yeah. totally get it. So, um, yeah, so I, I do a YouTube channel called youtube.com slash Satin Phoenix, and it's just role-playing. It's like Dungeons & Dragons, because I'm obsessed with Dungeons & Dragons, like a weirdo, like really obsessed. Are you a dungeon master? Mm-hmm. Well, I run... Oh, you run the D and D at uh, Meltdown. Oh, so you're the dungeon master for that. Is it all one game, the D and D at Meltdown? No, a couple. Um, I dungeon master there, but I'm more like the brood mother that like the overseer. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I had to start dungeon mastering because like we ran out of dungeon masters, and we had so many people wanting to play. And it's cool because a lot of times people play in their house in their whatever. Hey, you can say house. basement. You can say mom's. Ba- you can <laughs> say mom's <laughs> basement. <laughs> Don't make it like it's their house. Come on. Yeah, so a lot of people play like that. Um, but there's a lot of us who don't play like that and want to be out and about and see each other. and Make it so, like a social thing as opposed to the opposite of that. Yeah, so we have a cool little club. And um, to the point where players from one table will go into the other room and just like get all excited. Oh, my God, this is what we just did. This is awesome. Nobody died. Oh, that's and then we'll so run funny. over. Yeah, we bring like lots of snacks. And- <laughs> Always snacks. Do pancakes too sometimes? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Pancake breakfast like once a month. And I invented this thing. You're going to love it. Hit me. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> it's the, uh, let's see if I can remember how to say this in order. The, the bacon Nutella pancake taco. Please explain what that might be because <laughs> okay. it sounds fantastic, but so you take I'm still confused. Pancake and you make it like yay big. I don't even know. It's like smaller than a CD. Okay. But you have to like water it down a little bit to make it flat, almost like a crepe, but not that thin. And then, um, so it's really flat, and then you put the Nutella, and then you put the bacon, and then you fold it. <laughs> and it, it was so much simpler than I thought it could be. And like, I feel like I might be able to pull that off on my own. Be, I think you could do it. The yeah, pancake bark's going to throw me off. I'm not going to lie. You get the pre made crepes. You can I get it. the pre-made pancake batter yeah. that comes in like a squeeze yeah, can? You can. Have just, you seen that? Just add water a little bit. Yeah, I think right. you do it. I'll oversee I'll fuck you sometime. With it. Yeah, yeah, come and help oh, me. He, he wanted to know how to make mashed potatoes once, and he didn't realize that you had to cook the potatoes. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought they just had to be mashed, but I wound up cooking them, and they turned out fantastic. So I, well, I didn't get any of those. Um, I used a hammer to mash them. Did you really? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a. I, I was. I bought all these ingredients, then I went to the website to make it, and they were like, "Use your potato masher." I was like, fuck you. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Who has a potato masher? I called my mom. I'm like, is that like a hammer? She's like, kind of. I said, thanks. Bye. And I just took my hammer and beat the shit out of those potatoes. They were that delicious, awesome. though. I washed the hammer first. I don't know if that helps. Should have put a Ziploc bag over the hammer. Uh, a condom. Next time, a hammer a condom. condom. Hammer. hammer condom. <laughs> now let that motherfucker hammer condom. Um, That's great. So you were, uh, what, so what are you doing? So on the YouTube channel, is you playing D&D? Okay, so there's like, I'm actually editing this awesome, oh, I can't even really talk about it. Okay, what I can say Guys, is promise that, not to tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> so um, it's me dungeon mastering a game that's written by um, this guy named Keith Baker, and he created one of the four worlds of, of Dungeons & Dragons called Eberron. Um, so he, I'm working with him a lot. We're like creating oh, wow. a new um, role-playing system that you can play... You know, in an hour. So because like games take so long, right? Look. Yeah. Okay. So this game specifically, there's um, 
there's like four players and myself, and it's shot in a very specific way that I can't tell you, but it's, it's so freaking awesome. And then I'm also doing the art for it. So oh, that's great. part of it is everybody talking and everyone that's on it. There's uh, Zach Smith, Chloe Dykstra, um, uh, Dodger, and Sax Carr. And so they're all really good at podcasting. So the audio is really good on that. And their screen's very small. So it's mostly their audio. But then my art is like narrating it. So like I have to narrate and they say things, but it's kind of like if you ever saw the movie Wizards. Yeah. So you know the intro. Absolutely. The Ralph Bakshi movie. Like, yeah. yeah, for sure. So the intro where they're panning across this like beautiful illustration while she's narrating. So it's a lot like that. Oh, wow. That's really oh, wow. cool. So I get to illustrate it. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. We filmed this like four months ago. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, I have to actually. You have to actually do something with it. Are you the one with the footage? Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm the director and no, editor. Yeah. Well, yeah, mostly because I have to know when to put all the art. The artwork in, right? Yeah. It's, it's complicated. Sounds complicated, but really cool. Um, yeah. You're like the third guest in a row who's talked about D&D. I feel like as I push closer to finally. Anson I, talked about D&D. Finally doing it the Liberator Pits. Now I want to, like, I sh- I've never played D&D in my life. Yet. Here's my problem with it. And I'll tell you right now, and Misty will vouch for me. Too much math. I'm oh, no fucked. way, dude. I am not good. I can't add like single digit no, numbers. See, you have the wrong idea about it. <laughs> I've always I said play, it's literally story time, and you don't have to do shit. I don't have to roll. You roll, but mm. all you have to do is roll higher or lower than what I tell you. Okay. My, my whole thing has always huh. been I would love to play D&D if there wasn't dice and like hit points involved. If I could just be like, now I'm on a dragon. Now I'm <laughs> underwater. Now I am a dragon underwater. You can do that anytime you yeah. want. But I have to roll dice to make sure because then she's like, nope, you're not a dragon. No, you're still a squirrel. <laughs> see, that's the fun part is a random chance where you're like, okay, I've got this great thing I'm going to do. I'm going to do a double backflip. I'm going to get on the back of the dragon. I'm going to I'm going to put my sword around and I'm going to cut its throat. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to grab the whiskers and I'm going to swing down. I'm going to land. It's like, okay, you can try. And then you roll and, and what happens if it's not, not higher than what you make up? What happens to me when I try to get on the dragon? Yeah. So a lot of times I can make it up <coughs> or I have the players make it up because they, their imagination of how it could possibly go wrong is way more awful than mine because they're like <laughs> they already know how they want it to go and then they already know how they they don't it want could, it, it could go. go wrong yeah so i actually have them explain it like if they kill something awesomely then they explain how it looks then they get all excited sometimes they stand up and then if they fail like if you roll a one it's just like this epic fail and you probably are going to lose hit points or a limb or something and so they go and describe and do you get to write down how many hit points you currently have at every moment? It's, it's almost to the point Because I'm really bad at math again. Okay, so I had this one game where there was no fighting okay. at all. They actually, they ran into a Medusa and almost got in a fight, but ended up le- like Kissed her out. and made out with her, right? No. They're, they seduced the Medusa and they got married. <laughs> they live in a castle now. They're very angry about the snakes upon their head and... And having to freeze people. It's very, it's, yeah. They're, 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 it's, it's a sad, it's a sad life. It's hair. not fun to be a Medusa. You yeah. never have to brush your hair. You don't have to do anything. They should be really happy. You have it's to like feed the best. it. But where does all uh, the You have to feed your go? hair. Yeah. You in your in her brain. Snake poops in your head. In her like, brain because they're all attached <laughs> to the top of her head. It's the human centipede. 
It's the human snakeapede. No. Yeah. It's the human snake a medusa. No, it's like the human centipede, except you're always the person in the middle. (laughs) It's like you're every part of the human centipede. Have you seen it? It's the worst thing. Oh, the middle person. I won't watch that. Garbage. I will not watch it. No interest. Just watch the last 10 minutes. Everything else is stupid. Last 10 minutes is just a moment where you go, Oh, that just sucks. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, not even that gross. You're just like, that sucks. Yeah, I don't want to. Do we spoil it? I know exactly what happens. Do I read I read the Wikipedia. Thank yeah. you. Everyone dies except the person in the middle. Oh, that's And then the they call. die. Yeah, everyone. Bad guys, good guys, everybody. Dead. <laughs> person in the middle. Pardon me. I'm waiting kidding. to die. Yeah. Dead as well. Ah. See, I don't really like scary things like that, but I will have someone describe how they murdered someone. In real life? No, no, in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Oh, I was like... I got really scared. You were like, tell me how you killed that guy. (laughs) um, So in D&D, you get super graphic and stuff? Yeah. Is there ever sex in it? (laughs) So I've got this one thing (laughs) that I do, right, where I have... My dungeons are very strange and David Lynchy and emotional, and you're like everybody is so scared. <laughs> I want to like, play existential D and D. It's really fun. So um, <laughs> I have these hallways that are color coded, and actually I started changing the colors because everyone started catching on. Um, red it, at first was like lost. the last one. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, they just figure that they run through it and they'll be fine as long as they, they roll their saving throws, which is like, you know, whatever. Um, and then they got stuck there for like 20 minutes. And because they're role playing their character, you are honest and like, okay, well, this is what my character would do. And if you have like a halfling rogue trapped with a dragonborn like warrior, that's messy and they get lustful after each other and then one of them like snaps out of it and is trying to really run away while the other one's trying to like oh it's, it's was there a dnd rape there was almost dnd wow yeah i might need to play dnd not for that reason that was creepy <laughs> but uh dnd sounds a lot more fun it's just it's it's so so there's no winning right i mean there are quest it's an individual quest or something. Yeah. Um, and if you can complete it and then you start a new game with your same characters, basically. Yeah. If you watch I Hit It With My Axe, that's the, the web series that I did with okay. Zach Smith and Mandy Morbid. Um, actually, we got Sasha Gray to start playing. Oh, nice. That. It was <laughs> hilarious. She didn't like it. But, um, <laughs> she wasn't a fan. <laughs> no, she wants to be the dungeon master and tell everyone what to do. But um, if you watch that, that's more palatable and you can understand like the, the actual mechanics of yeah. D&D because I've never seen it playing it real. Like I've never watched the game of D&D really. It, it's like if you're there, you might as well be playing because it's just talking. It's like being six years old and just telling a story. Yeah, but I do that every day. Like I just feel like I, sh- I sh- should be doing this. I feel like I could start a D&D game here at the new uh, Camel Toad headquarters. Possibly. I want to totally run a game for you guys. Do you want to do this? Sean will probably get in I'm with now. a bunch of other friends. And it's really simple. Like, it sounds it's super fun. Simple. It does sound super fun. No, it totally does. Uh, I should say, by the way, I'm we are. i you guys in. Oh, shit. Ah, it's going to be hot. Uh, we, we are recording our very first episode at the new geek headquarters, Ooh. which is not my apartment, incidentally. So if you miss the sound of it's my dog my barking, it's Misty's apartment. <laughs> no, it's actually the office. Me and uh, artist extraordinaire Axe Lord Teaser Sharon here at the very, very cool Titmouse animation in uh, Hollywood. 
And I have brick walls and a predator. I know. I'm just like staring at the predator. The, the office came with like a... Oh, by, it came in here? Yeah. That's not mine. I wondered. I was like, where the hell did they get that damn predator? The guy was like, all right, look, here's the thing. When I was about to move in, um, he was like, there's a predator in there. Do you want that? Or should I was like, don't even order me, man. <laughs> that predator's staying. Uh, really so yeah, freaking sweet. If you notice the acoustics, it's very nice in here. So we're fancy now, basically, and uh, uh, we're, we're going to start people. recording a lot more uh, shows because we have the space now, and I, I have know. to I have to justify. Now, if I just it. have the time, if you only had the time, Misty. Only had the time. Uh, are you into any other kind of tabletop games? Like I know I see a lot of Magic the Gathering stuff at like I Meltdown did it when a lot. I was Seventeen. I yeah. never did Magic, but I did the Pokemon card game, which is a very similar like battle card game. They play a lot of things at Meltdown. We're trying to expand, but mostly people want to play like specifically that game, Dungeons and Dragons. Indeed. Um, it's mostly about like the majority of people. So if we had ten people come in that wanted to play Pokemon, we would be playing Pokemon. Yeah. But it's hard to get that uh, more than one person at a time to want to play something else. Do people? ever cosplay as their characters no oh that's such a bummer i mean i do do you yeah i've got an elf assassin that's coming out in the uh, women of geekdom calendar oh that's awesome that uh really you should, awesome. Do, have we spoken about that calendar yet a little uh, bit right maybe it's a little bit you and chloe and satine and a bunch of other really cool yeah. people right yeah get into it talk about it uh, there's a lot of things to talk yeah. about well it is a cosplay calendar <laughs> <laughs> they love you. They're you like, she's day, the best pitch man it ever. It tells you every day in 2013, nice. including holidays and I believe conventions, actually. I saw that is. He sent me a picture amazing. of the mess. Oh, wow. And it's, it says what conventions on what day. That's really too. fucking cool, actually. Um, and it's, uh, what is it, 11 or 10 months? Each girl has their own month, and then there's. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 10 months that every girl has their own month, and then like the first month is. Uh, you mm. guys that do the, the usual D and D group, and then the well, last month is Christmas, so then it's like all of us at Christmas. Nice. I, I'm mm. January. I think I'm like August. What uh, you cosplayed as Lara Croft, right? Yes. So what did you, what did you cosplay as a team? Um, Death from High Cost of Living. Very nice. Sandman yeah, from series. Neil Gaiman. Yeah, that's amazing. So you all had the pale white makeup. It looked and really like, cool. Yeah. Did you have the long hair? I had a black wig. Very, like it was the, a perfect wig. That's top awesome. Hat and I hope they black tank the top, right. onk necklace. That was the one thing. So because of copyright, we had to leave some things out. Ooh, so no onk. No onk. That was the one but thing. But I actually have a tattoo of an onk that I gave myself when I was fifteen. Oh, that's oh, awesome. What? So like, I, okay, can I tell? I gotta tell. Please, you story. I, can I, can I tell stories? a story? I would love okay, it. So, um, when I was fifteen, I gave myself this onk tattoo with like you a gave yourself pencil. it yeah i wanted it to be a, a permanent tattoo, tattoo yeah and then I've, I've had it touched up it was pretty shitty <laughs> um but i really loved the story so much that i turned it into a play and then i wrote neil gaiman and was like this is like way email like the first email yeah tombs whatever tomes and um i asked him if i could actually you know turn it into a play and then produce it and he said yes that's amazing. Yeah, I was like 16, 96. And yeah. did you ever do it? I did it. I directed it. And I had my boyfriend at the time play the boy character and my best friend at the time play, um, you know, Didi. And you did a stage perfect. production of Death High Cost of Living? Yeah. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> That's like the coolest thing ever. 
Yeah, and it was funny because my little brother played um, the the erudite assistant. Yeah. And so my my best friend, who is actually my dungeon master, played the erudite, and then he like. Um, I don't remember if he has a name, but he totally to punched think, my uh, brother out in the scene where he punches the, the That's dude. so great. Yeah. So it's, my brother died on stage. What a small world, man. And there you are. Uh, I uh, I have a weird Ankh story. When I was like maybe 14, I was in camp and we went on like some trip to Toronto, I think. And it was um, like an amusement park and they had henna tattoos. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I was super cool. So I got an Ankh on like my bicep. And then I realized, and then I got super self-conscious because I thought people thought it was a cross and I'm Jewish. And I was like, I don't want people to think I'm not Jewish, um, which is weird. And then <laughs> once it faded, like after a couple of days, like a henna tattoo does, the problem was it dyed my arm hair black in the shape <laughs> of a fucking onk. So I had awesome. an onk in my hair and like I didn't want to do anything. So made, eventually I had to shave like a middle patch of my arm hair off. <laughs> To get this fucking onk off my arm. I thought you were going to have a sweet tan line. Have you ever seen those too? Yeah. Like sweet tan lines over oh, there. Oh, where tattoo. you put like um, a sticker in the shape of something. Yeah. Oh, like totally. With the henna tattoo, sometimes that happens yeah. too. It's a really good idea, actually. We're doing it. Let's do it. Or I just can't, I can't like baloney. <laughs> do you have your tattoo still? Yeah, barely. He's yeah, none of you guys. You yours is the the uh, best I've seen out of, uh, and Chloe's I is almost gone too. Yeah, how to do it because I I have this power symbol tattoo. Okay. Um. Oh, you have a bunch of white tattoos. Yeah. So I had them dig extra hard. For those of you who aren't in the room, I'm sorry. Misty <laughs> and Satine are comparing uh, all all the uh, ladies of the, the calendar. calendar got little USB symbol and tattoos in white ink. Which are hardly there for most of you. Well, I told them they had to dig really hard, right? Because it's a finger. I have other finger tattoos, so I know how it goes. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, this is actually from the Death High Cost of Living. It says, you get what anyone gets, you get a lifetime. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I showed it to Neil Gaiman like a couple years ago. Did he dig it? Yeah, he did. That's really cool. Um, but anyways, so this one on my finger, it's on the top of my finger, and I had them dig to the bone almost to get it to be like this. And I told everyone, you got to like make sure that they dig. Otherwise I told it's gonna him, fade. and he didn't do it. You have to look him in the eyes and look like you're crazy. I was so bummed because I was like freaked out about getting tattooed by somebody else because I've only ever been tattooed by one person. And I was like, I don't trust it. And now I'm like, that's why I don't go to anybody else. I'm wary. I want to get... Uh, I've, I've been talking about this for a minute now, but I do want to get a finger tattoo. But I've heard that they like rub off and like, you know what I mean? But I, I want to get, and it's a dumb idea, and I, it's so dumb I might have to do it in white because I'd be embarrassed otherwise. I want to get a sonic screwdriver from <gasps> Doctor Who on my finger. Oh, my heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, good. it's a good one, right? All right, I think I might Did have to do it. you see my car? I didn't. I have a smart car. It's blue, and it says TARDIS on the license plate. You have, the, you have the TARDIS license plate in the state of California? All right, we're all really close friends now. <laughs> I love you guys. So yeah, this much. is awesome. <laughs> no, I like for real. We should I, like, have, like, totally a pizza party. Pizza party, D and D party, all kinds yeah. of stuff. So, um, <laughs> sleepover. Sleepover. Uh, it's October right now. It is. Uh, things are getting spooky. Uh, Halloween time is coming up, which is always, as always, my favorite time of the year. And I, I should uh, do an update right now. So about. 
three years ago, maybe in the early, let's say, the one of the first fifty episodes of Bagnum Boarded, or even thirty. Me and Jesse, uh, my co-host, did an entire show dedicated to my deep-seated fear of haunted houses mm. and how scarred I was by them, and all the same sort of things. And um, weirdly enough, on Friday night, uh, m- me, Misty, and uh, our buddy Saturday uh, night, our buddy Jay, Saturday night was it? Mm-hmm. Wow. We uh, went to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. Which I love anything scary. I love haunted houses. Like, Halloween is literally my favorite time of year. He can vouch. All I want to do is watch scary movies. And you can vouch that, like, I have jack-o'-lanterns in my house the entire year. Whenever I get Halloween stuff, I just keep it up forever. Like, I bought these. These are going (laughs) to stay on the window of my car. Like, I'm going to have a spider web for a a glow-in-the-dark spider web. But he doesn't like haunted houses, and it is, like, my favorite thing. But I'm petrified of haunted houses. and. uh Misty and 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 uh, our buddy Jay, mm-hmm. who's, who's a big listener to the shout show, out shout to out to Jay and congratulations, sir, on getting married. On getting married, yeah. Aww. And I hope it sticks. Yeah. Um. And there, <laughs> he should be in Mexico right now, actually, which is I pretty think cool. So. Uh, so we went to Halloween Horror Nights, and I mean, maybe you can tell them what because I was with you. First okay, off, so both of on them, the ride up, do you remember driving to there? What we happened? We were driving there. Uh, no, what happened? As we were pulling into uni, I started crying and shaking. Yes. Are you serious? Oh, yes, I'm, yes, yes, yes. Like scarred for and Jay, fucking Jay life. And Jay met us there. So, um, but Jerry failed to mention that he also was terrified of haunt houses. And I was like, look, you guys, like, I'll go first. You better not be any bitches here and not back out like halfway through because I'm not, I'm not leaving. I'm going to finish it. This um, is scary. So they, we went through. First, uh, they, we went on. The agreement was we're going to do the rides before we do the maze. So I can so slowly can build up into yeah. what's going on because there's people running around everywhere, like on stilts and creepy shit. Everywhere. That's the part I don't like. Oh my god! And so we went down, down first and did like the Mummy and Jurassic Park, and I love Pyramid and Transformers. Head. I love Pyramid Head more than anything in Silent Hill, and they have a Silent Hill maze this year. <laughs> And they're just pyramid heads on stilts walking around. And I'm like in heaven. I'm like the biggest smile on my face. This clown points. I go, she's really happy. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's my favorite place. This is like Disneyland to me. He also said, not, he also, that clown also said, that's her real hair color, folks. Yeah, well, what is a stupid clown skirt? And like, as if like, <laughs> he was my, your best friend a second ago. We had the same color red hair that night. I dyed my hair the color red. Um, so we go on the rides, and and uh, surprisingly, like I'm not getting too freaked out by the people in the crowd, but Jay is. Mm-hmm. And then we I'm go. Sure I had bruises on my shoulders from both of you holding on. Okay, <laughs> watch this though. We go to our first maze, which is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre maze. <laughs> What happened to me? Okay, Jay's walking in at least. Matt's walked in two steps and he's like, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, I have to go out, I have to go out. And I was like, you can do it, you can do it. He's like, no, I can't, no, I can't. I was like, well, you can go out there because I'm going through this damn maze. And you're like, okay, okay, I'll go in a little bit. And as soon as you walk in, you go, this isn't scary. Did I flinch <laughs> once the entire fucking night on no, any no. maze? But you also were like talking a whole lot to the point I, I had to tell you, like, look, Matt, I want to be scared. Shut your mouth. I could not everything's a joke. I think, here's wait, wait, the thing. Wait, wait. I th- I think I disconnected so much. He licked a demon sword that I grow inside of a maze. That she was super hot. <laughs> uh, it was it got re- that maze got really weird, by the way. Uh, uh, let's not talk about it. Um, <laughs> so, like, I weirdly enough, I think I worked myself up into such a panic beforehand that I went to some like weird deep place in my mind where I couldn't be scared. And after like the first two mazes, I got bummed out because I was like. Oh, and this is kind of boring because I'm just walking. But I was also ruining it for, Jay, for I was trying to help Jay 
but it didn't work every time because basically the way these mazes work is there's a guy behind a door a group walks in he runs out with a knife they scream and he walks he'll nurse us and he walks back behind the door but if you're keep if you're paying attention to the room in front of you you see where he goes back so every time i would rock in a room of the maze i would point to where the monster was going to jump out from it was kind of dickish uh, but it, it, yeah, dude. So apparently that was a giant bust. Like I wasn't fucking scared at all. I wish I got scared once that entire night. No, you don't. I do. I really do. Cause it's fun. <laughs> it seemed like you didn't get scared either once. No, but I love it. I Jay love was it. scared. Jay was terrified. Jay. And again, Jay, we, we love you, buddy. He dug his fingers so deep into oh, my shoulder at one oh, point. Me too. I was like, I, I think you're good. I literally said to him, I tried to psych him up. I was like, I think you're good now, man. I think you're good. And I just walked away. Oh, my I, God. He did good, though. He, he had did really fun. good. Have you, scary. See, you know, I, Pyramid Head is like the hottest thing ever. Here's you want to throw up when I'm scared. It's the, it, I thought that the people... not the place for you. <laughs> I thought that people jumping out at me would really freak me out. But it it was so I don't know I think the production once, value is so pretty though. it's so like, good it's so impressive. and it's really well done and like we did miss the ha- the Walking Dead maze because we're morons yeah well hopefully I get to go back for the I'm gonna I, I would like to go back too and this yeah. time maybe drunk so I get scared See, or something I have, a, I have a zombie phobia do you really not the like, place this year because it's a Walking Dead tram and it's walking zombies dead. everywhere. <laughs> Oh, Do you yeah. have a zombie They're phobia? So, so like, I didn't know this. I know, like, I like the movie Walking or the show Walking Dead, and I read the books, which is fine. And I can watch the movies, and that's fine. But they have those zombie walks, right? Yeah. And my friends are like, like a kamikaze and Comic Con. Yeah. So there's one here in L.A. And that's cuckoo. I can't. They're uh, doing a uh, marathon. They're doing the zombie marathon next week, I think, where it's like a, it's like a two mile race. It's like a 5K or some shit. I don't okay, know, marathon. I and zombies chase that. you. I kind of wanted to because I can run really fast and I like obstacle courses. But they're zombies, so I can't do it. Uh, so I got caught in a freaking walk at Comic Con. Oh no! And I was like, crying, which one? The one of the was, the one on the baseball awful. field, like the heart, like no, the walking just down dead one. The gas lamp. There was just a random zombie just, walk, but it it didn't end. <laughs> it was just zombies after zombies after zombies. <laughs> so that's what scarred. That's when you realized you had a zombie phobia. Yeah, I'm totally fine when it's on camera, but I don't want to see dead people walking around. It's just not my thing. Oh, I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like be, be I, I must be screwed up. What was your favorite maze from uh, Halloween Horror? A Silent Hill one, but I mean, I have a soft. I love Silent Hill, so it was really cool to see it come to life. I thought, it, but I do think it was done really well. Like they had the siren go off occasionally. There were smells. It was cool. It was like it was like being in the game a little bit. Yeah. My issue was that there were eighty pyramid heads. That was very interesting. There should there have are, only been one no, pyramid no, no. head. There's actually two pyramid heads. Oh really? There's two. School me. There's uh, if you look the differences, I think he's only appeared in one. They have like fresh blood on one apron, and the other one's like an old. Pyramid head with dry blood. That's the only difference. Okay. There are two pyramid heads. There were like a hundred. There was one. You in every were in room. heaven. Oh but. my god, it was so funny. There was one in every room, and he's like this, you know, shirtless demon thing that has this cage around his head. You can't see his face. <laughs> carries these two big swords, but he's like jacked and has a really That's nice hot. body. Super, yeah. <laughs> 
So he's like kind of S and M thing, I think, maybe going on. And oh, he, well, if you say it like that. Oh yeah. I mean, so there's a there's there there's all these pyramid heads, and there was one that like made eye contact with me and got really close, and he was like the biggest buff. You think one. he made eye contact? He has a fucking triangle I, on his head. He, he did. I felt it. Okay. Yeah. I felt it. <laughs> And he just got real close to me, and I was like, I, lo- I love you. <laughs> and then another one of Maze kissed me. Wait, what? Say Maze that I licked the girl's knife. Yeah, the, the one with that girl was like a stripper zombie thing. This guy was in It like, was the... um. I don't remember what he was even dressed in. What was the name of the maze? It was, it was one, Alice Cooper maze. Alice Cooper maze. Some guy in a mask kissed you. Yeah, but he put like his mouth like all the way up to my mouth and That pushed. is not okay. And I was when like... When she told me that, I didn't think it was a guy... I didn't. Th- I was like... But he had prosthetics. It wasn't a full mask. I understand. I was like, why aren't you telling security? I, 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 I was like, he, he was kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. I got a thing for creepy things. No, I genuinely got pissed at you for that, that you didn't like why? get that kid fired. Because that's sure, fucked that up. phone number. Right on. Like, I was pissed. <laughs> well, as your you. friends. As your friend. Yeah, I'm, well, and you're not even as a friend. It's like, oh. fuck Maybe he that. Thought, he probably thought I would back off and be scared there's a creepy mask in my You're face like, and, and I was like sudden, hey baby he freaked out I stuck my tongue he out. probably was freaked out after that he's like whoa that never actually follows so through. I'm doing like another like bunch of haunted houses in LA before Halloween's over to try to scare myself now because now I'm afraid that I can't be scared I'll just break into your house while you're asleep you do that anyway well, see, I went to this one place in London. I just got back from London, and it was the London Dungeon. The Tower of London? No, no, it was the London Dungeon. Okay. It's supposed to be this, like, theme park. Okay, and, I don't even know about and it. And it explains all these, like, um, torture, torture stuff. devices yeah. and, like, the fire of London. And I was like, oh, I'm going to learn about London. It was either going to, like, that big British museum with amazing things or the, that one. Or the, t- the, the weird Sorry. torture museum. <laughs> So we're waiting in line for like a half hour. We all have to pee just to get in. And then they make us wait in another line. And you walk in and there's like these people in stocks with like vomit all over them and like rats. And you're like, what? What? And then they make you wait. And you just hear these rat noises. And I'm like... Oh my god, I'm getting scared. Oh my god, this is messed up. Is and it like sounds like do they, do they have like weird like little rooms with different exhibits? Like there's a Jack the Ripper room and yes. like I was at that fucking place. Wow. Okay, so you know how I know I've been to that exact then. place. It's like a weird mini indoor theme park that's completely themed about like murderers and yeah. torture. But the funny thing is like it's super scary in the beginning and then it's, su- it's super then it's dark. Retarded. I got scared. Yeah, and then it gets kind of silly, but like you walk into this room and it's like it looks like a 19th century like British street and stuff like in built in scale and there's like actors and like it's super creepy yeah Ah, that's like so funny. That was in like Whitechapel or something. I feel like like what? in London that that part of London that was in yeah 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 and it was weird because it was right next to the tower totally yeah it's, it's so unassuming next to the tower of London yes that's so <laughs> fucking f- I've been to, I went to London once for three days and I went to that place <laughs> see I know it was like of all the places I could have gone I went to that place no yeah that sounds awesome but you know it's like one of those things where you if you're with certain people then it's okay it can be the most fun thing ever we made yeah, it really yeah. fun but that's then cool. at the very end they have that fucking oh that I don't know if they had it when you were there where they drop you. They're like, okay, put all your scarves away. I'm like, what? 
okay, now get into this thing. They like force you into sitting in a dark room. Like you have no choice in anything, but they put even the old ladies that were there, <laughs> they put us into these roller coaster things, harnesses. It was like the Tower of Terror. And then they, they lift you up and drop you like they're going to hang you. And they have this weird thing. Oh, no, they didn't like, do that for us. Oh my god! I wish they did. I was because that's the one roller coaster that I don't do. It's like drop stuntman freefall things yeah. or Tower Fuck of Terror. That. Yeah, yeah. Did you have to sign a waiver when you went in? No, no it's a fucking what? like museum. <laughs> it's like a ride. Yeah, you don't have to sign like, a waiver when you go to Six Flags, do you? They have. Yeah, but you have, like it says at the thing by like paying to come in. You kind of no. agreed. I'm sure it says that on somewhere in the small print in this place too. Yeah. You know, I but. don't. I didn't sign. Or it's it. England. They don't. They don't care. They don't. Oh care. yeah. They don't have. The cops don't even carry guns. And you know, it wasn't that bad <laughs> once I did it, but I don't care. That's so I funny. Did not agree. What were you doing in London? Um, I was hanging out. That's I a good went, reason to be there. I was hanging out. We went to this like amazing eyes wide shut party. Hung uh-huh. out in London. Went to Stonehenge. I drew it. Holy I drew shit! Stonehenge in front of Stonehenge. That's and fucking amazing. I did like a little. The, the Gangnam uh, the style Gangnam's in front of it. And in front of Stonehenge. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you feel like a weird, eerie vibe around that place, like people say? No. Could you I, sense I, any energy changes or anything? Everybody asked me that, but I was so happy that that's all, all I could feel. But, you know, I'm kind of like that, though. So no, yeah. it's like it was magical to me because... You were just happy to be Stonehenge, there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, and then I went to Cardiff and went to the Doctor Who experience. Oh, wow. In Wales? You have to go there. What was it It blows like? my mind. It was just like the Tower of uh, the... But Doctor Who? But Doctor Who. I, where I they wanna... just like shuffle you around and you're going into this room now and you're going to push these buttons. And Matt Smith is... Holy shit. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I almost cried. I'm going to cry right now thinking about it, actually. I almost cried walking up to it. I'm super jealous because uh, even though we got the Batman musical, not musical, the Batman stage show thing that was just at uh, Stable Center a few weeks ago, which is like this okay. giant production. It's like basically ice capades without ice skates, but Batman themed. Oh, In London, they had a Doctor Who one, like a Doctor Who arena show that would tour. Oh, and we never got, we obviously never get it here. And I was super fucking jealous about that. <laughs> I told you to cry. Uh, <laughs> So, um, speaking of uh, cosplaying and Halloween and all that stuff, anyone know what they're dressing up as yet? I'm going to be hipster Ariel. You're going to be hipster Ariel. Mm-hmm. Nice. And what does that mean? I already wear entail? glasses and have tattoos and have red hair, so it really is not much effort. Oh, my God. You have to take a million photos. Like, seriously? That's <laughs> or none. Either one, or either one or the other way, though. Huh? Either take document the entire night none. or it never happened. If you don't, I'll be mad at you. My friend's making me like, uh, well, Bella, you know Bella Vendetta, right? Yeah. She's making me my pants. They're like high-waisted leggings made out of that uh, fin-looking fabric. And then like a purple top and like a flower (laughs) in my hair. Starved. Do you have plans for Halloween yet? Uh, Probably working. Right on. See, I I don't. I love that no one has plans yet, but everyone knows what they're going to wear. And I'm like, what happens if you don't have anywhere to go? I'm just going to wear it if I have to go because I'm doing that social media. Oh yeah, talk about talk about your new project real Uh, quick. Give it a little plug. Uh, My friend Brett Peters and I are doing um, the social media for Nightmare City. Which is this thing? What is that? Oh, shut it, Matt. <laughs> it's this thing that Set a Family and Woodshed Productions are doing, and they're hosting uh, horror films and different events and 
different premieres um, pretty much every night. All at Cine Family? Uh, there are a couple different locations. You can check on their Twitter, Nightmare City LA, and you can get the links to every event. There's lots of things. Uh, there's like an art show on Sunday. Tomorrow night's like a blacklight poster exhibit. Mm-hmm. There's oh, a lot of different cool. things. Yeah, and then there's uh, movie premieres and stuff. So and there's midnight movies every night, and the other night they did like Return of the Living Dead. I know I wanted to go. On Saturday they're doing Evil Dead. Um, they're, and they're doing an extra tomorrow. Tomorrow I don't night. Know that that it's is. like this extraterrestrial film, like right after ET. That was like, it was like B though. They they can be scary too. They don't all want Reese's pieces. And it's supposedly like the last 35 millimeter print they know left. But, Cinda yeah. Family is showing a. Um, like a random obscure horror film every single night at midnight Two. for the entire night like of October. Last of October. night they did Vampire, and then they had like a live score done, Ooh. and then they had like an after party at the Bronson Bar. I love Cinema like Family, man. They're That's fun. Amazing. Yeah, such a fun joint. I've seen so many cool movies over there. I, I I went and saw. Um, they were doing. An, they said they were announcing it was a mystery horror film. They weren't going to tell you what it was, but they said it was the last thirty-five millimeter print in existence in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, basket case. It was fucking basket case, which I, had which I don't know if you've ever seen. Basket case is the weirdest it's, horror movie ever I made. I got him to finally like like crappy, scary movies because uh-huh. I love them. My mom used to have a video store, so I grew up like that's one of my favorite things to watch like full moon videos. But basket case is this guy who has like a parasitic twin he keeps in a basket that like eats people. He eats people. But his name is Belial. Uh huh. It's and it's like so obviously. And it's just like, like the worst acting sack, and like the and it's worst like production. You can see the hand in it sometimes, but it's amazing. And they made oh. two sequels. Yes. Oh my god! It's so good. It's, it's on Netflix good. right now. Actually, that sounds like something I do have to. See, watch. see, Brett's terrified of scary movies, and I, I got her to go, and she saw Return of the Living Dead, and she loved it. See, the, some movies are so silly. Like Return of the Living Dead is the cra- is the it. is the dumbest, funnest. Like, <laughs> have you seen that? Have you know what that is? No. They, uh, it's oh. the third in the. Um, no. What? No. What do you mean? Um, it's written by him and George Romero wrote. Uh, Who's him? I forget his name. She called me out. Um, you said him. Well, because I was just going to scan over it and just say it was a dude. That's not a, like if you're going to scan anyway, over it, just say George back Romero. Back to the story. Back to the story. <laughs> yeah. He wrote um, Night of the Living Dead with George Romero, and they split because they had different ideas of where the zombies came from. Where like George Romero doesn't want to tell you where they came from. They uh, his idea is that they're like, oh, oh, God trioxin something i forget the exact chemical um is a government experiment thing on soldiers and that's how zombies comes all i know is the lead in it is like this crazy mohawk like they're all like punk kids his name's trash no the girl oh suicide yeah like they're all suicide they're all like they're punk rockers and she's like do you ever dream about being eaten alive and she takes her clothes off and starts dancing it's so ridiculous by like the cramps are in it and stuff. That's it's awesome. Amazing. I can only compare it to like I don't know if you've ever seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, no, which is incredible. Like the first one is almost shot like a documentary and it's really disturbing and yeah. low budget. The second one's ridiculous. And the second one is just the most batshit crazy like dumb horror. Like as long as it's stupid, so and stupid. Laugh, then oh that's my god, fine. The, like the funniest thing ever. That, I don't like it. No, like we, we we can definitely turn you on to some like goofy horror movies that I think you dig. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's my favorite. So like actually doing this nightmare study thing was was really exciting for me because I looked at the list of movies and I'm like, oh my god, all these in a the theater. <laughs> like, oh, really cool. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. So yeah. congratulations. So where can people check out that um, uh, Nightmare go, City you can Twitter? Go to face, yeah, you can go to Nightmare City LA is the Twitter, or you can go to the Facebook, which is Nightmare City. 
Um, or the Cine Family website, right? Or the Cine Family website has a full calendar of things listed. Which I believe is cinefamily.org? Uh, just Google Cine Family. I can't remember off the top of my head if it's .com or .org because my, my Chrome auto fills it. Oh, my internet's you. smarter than me. <laughs> Everybody owns a computer. That's cool. <laughs> uh, what about you, Satine? Do you know what you're going to dress up for Halloween yet? Do you dress up? Well, um, I was thinking of hanging out with David Mack, and for Christmas, I got him uh, a cool Dexter shirt. Oh, nice. Because he's working on the web series of Dexter, and you, if you see this season of Dexter, he's all over it. Like the, oh, the comic that. book yeah. character. Yeah, his kabuki is like, there's a big mural on the wall, the woman's face. That's the it's kabuki a David character. Oh, that's super cool. And then like a bunch of the masks in the bedroom, they're like having sex. And there's that, a lot of his prints, and then the figurines. Oh, that's so great, man. You totally got to check it out. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, if he's going to go as Dexter, then I'll go as Girl Dexter. What is Girl Dexter? So it's from like the couple seasons ago, and it's the blonde girl. What is her name? Do you, do you know her name? Wait, was it the one that was his love interest? Styles, Julia Styles. Oh, Julia Styles. Oh, I don't remember. Loman. Her name's Loman. And then, okay, so. Are you going to wear a blonde to wig? Maybe I should. That'd be really cute. She has like a little ponytail. She looks really like girl next door, but she. And has, she's a killer, though. I see. I don't watch Dexter. Yeah. Like kill outfit. Oh, she's that's like, awesome. Do I look okay? And he like totally. You can tell he's got like a. He's all excited about it. So that's a. Will either be that or something else. That's really cool. But I'm going to this like um, party. If you go to, I think it's like. Los Angeles Halloween Party dot com or something. It's some so, big, it's some big giant Halloween party. Well, it's like it's um you have to write a letter to like be accepted oh, into wow. it, and it's at um an estate in Beverly Hills. Holy shit, that sounds awesome! It's gonna be so cool. So my friends that I went to London with are throwing it. So um or you can just Google Coshland uh, Party. Yeah. Oh, really cool. So it's super fancy. They've got like Goat Boy and they've got all these like things. And then they went and got a cotton candy machine. Wow. Uh, I was like, I got to make cotton candy. And so if you Google it, there's this dude who does like this busking routine with cotton candy. Really? And like turn it into like teddy bears. Oh, that's awesome. Like a cotton candy street art performer. Yeah, you totally have to check it out. That's so cool. He's not there, but I want to do that. I was at um, sure I was video. at Disneyland yesterday with some friends, and it was pouring a lot. And I remember watching some little girl had cotton candy, and I just watched it dissolve <laughs> in like five seconds. Saddest they should probably stop selling ever. that in the rain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom has a cotton candy maker she got off Amazon that works really well, and you can put any kind of hard candy in it. So she made like Starburst hard candy, <gasps> Starburst candy. cotton candy. Wait, wait, uh-huh. so how does it work? It's like uh, it, it spins the sugar. Yeah, it's just this little. It's like half bowl, and in the middle, it's slightly heated, and there's a fan blowing it, and you can put any hard candy in it. She made butterscotch cotton candy too. It wow. was amazing. Blowing my mind. I right might now. have to get one of those for Geek HQ. And it makes a ton. Uh, it makes like half a normal size of cotton candy from one candy piece. So it's like wow. not that bad so for you. So it's actually Feed efficient. the world. Yeah. Um, Feed the world on cotton at, candy. At Bazaar. Have you ever heard of Bazaar at the SLS? Bazaar? The restaurant? Yeah. The, the uh, micro gastro stuff. Like the yeah. weird the cotton candy. Um, the, I know what you're talking gras. about. The foie gras cotton candy. I know exactly <laughs> yeah. what you're talking about. It's so good. No, no, but it's really good. I heard about that a lot. I really, I, I have a friend. I've actually like asked people if they've got. That's really funny. I wanted to go there to get that. Yeah, I like Vargas. <laughs> that's super cool. Um, 
This has been fun, gang. We should do this again sometime soon. <laughs> Pizza party? Pizza party indeed. I D-D. took an Instagram picture and posted it. How about this is a concept for you, Satine. Would you allow us yes. to podcast our first D&D game of, of this? Oh, awesome. I think we're going to have to do that then. That. Oh, I'm, mm. I would. Mm, sexy. <laughs> uh, where can people find you online in the meantime? Because we're going to do definitely do that soon. But, but um, let's. YouTube, um, Google Satine Phoenix, S A T I N. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.